and welcome to Intentional Sounding. This is the Draw Play Podcast, and I am your host, Draw Play Dave Rapoccio. With me, as always, he's a repeatedly bouncing check, Sam Grezis. Oh boy, just just so bouncy. I made a rubber this guy, you know? When I was a kid and I heard the term bounce check, you know how you're, you take everything literally? Yeah. I, I, I was always like, that sounds so cool. Uh-huh. I want to see a check bounce. What does that mean? <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't, like, it definitely sounds a lot more fun than, you know, being charged $55 for your, ba- from your bank, right? Like, absolutely, yeah. definitely not as good. That's what it is. Anyway, week one is in the books. Yeah. And before we get to the scores and all the game stuff, we need to address the fucking bullshit in the room again so last week we recorded on friday i believe (laughs) which and we spent roughly half of the episode on antonio brown well it turns out when we recorded we were halfway through the antonio brown saga yeah of the week we we yeah we were we were in still in i mean man we were in act one at that point right like it was when we record when we recorded that he we had gotten the report that he had called uh mayaka cracker and that he had to tearfully apologize to the team the release hadn't happened yet the video he posted on youtube hadn't happened yet right so that happened probably an hour after I uploaded the podcast, meaning it was probably the fastest we've ever been dated <laughs> out of all of our, right. Uh, out of our usual curses. This is without a doubt the fastest something has gotten worse. Yeah. And, and oh boy, pr- oh proven boy, us bad. Worse. And oh my God, it got worse. We, he posted the video. Everyone was like, uh, Next morning, he wakes up. I wake up. I got a text from Sam. Yo, he just got cut. Mm-hmm. Just a few hours after that, it's about he's three a hours, patriot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, he becomes a patriot. A little while after that, you start seeing the stories that he's fucking galaxy braining all of us. Right. He yeah. played everyone that he was basically consulting social media people on how to play the Raiders. So that he could get released because he didn't want to play for the Raiders. He wanted to play for the Patriots. Ugh. And then I saw stuff like he probably would have been okay with the Raiders until they voided his guarantees. That right. pissed him off. Which tracks. I don't know. I, I think that, that tracks. Yeah, that, I mean, that makes I, sense for sure. Antonio Brown for like three days was the best thing about football. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. He was my favorite. Like, I didn't care that he went to the Patriots. Like, honestly, I looked at that. I was just like, one, of course he fucking did. But two, the last time I enjoyed watching the Patriots on offense was probably when they had Moss. So maybe instead of the same boring, efficient bullshit that we've been watching for the past several seasons, with Antonio Brown in there, things will be a little bit more volatile little bit more exciting maybe the patriots on offense will be a fun more fun Mm -hmm. to watch than they have been which could still happen so you know what it's just like hey patriots are probably gonna go to the super bowl anyway because life sucks but at least now they might be less dull to watch in the process and then like what the day after that oh man no it it breathed for a couple days i think we're recording this on uh thursday i think the news broke wednesday morning um no no it was before that it was like tuesday or monday but yeah it was no you're right it was tuesday it was definitely it was tuesday afternoon i remember now yeah yeah then the best heel in the nfl the kind of character we need the kind of dumb pointless drama with stupid storylines which absolutely make watching this stupid sport fun the personalities immediately went in the crapper as he was accused of rape and sexual assault it's so uh, he yeah and i want to say that uh, that given given all that like how it this is 
just such an incredibly I like I can't imagine what was going through this woman's head as she moved to like move forward with this and finally like tried to gather up the strength to do this incredibly hard thing when he's dominating the news cycle right yeah and when and when everyone is like hell yeah antonio brown like lo- love to hate him like ha 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 you know like great like comparisons to randy moss like th- this guy's gonna this guy's just played everyone and it's great and and you know having probably like talked with people for months about like okay i'm i'm i've i gotta have all my ducks in a row to like to do this and feel safe doing it um i just i i'm i'm kind of in awe of of the strength of uh this woman uh coming out it like with with this claim in the way that she did because it 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 takes it had to have taken just an immense amount of mental fortitude and strength to do that especially not not that it's ever obviously not that anything like this is ever uh easy um obviously but like specifically at this time right it, it, it seems like narratives will immediately be spun against her yeah and they were if yep. you went on any sort of patriot forum you immediately saw the conspiracy start up because patriots fans are terrible garbage people mm-hmm. uh, it's just it's i was so much more disappointed by this than the patriot news as everyone should be frankly right. But it's just like we had the best character in the NFL all of a sudden cross the line from fun, stupid to bad, stupid to like, yeah, stupid, horrific. Like, that's the thing is you is you read these text messages and it's like the things that Antonio Brown is saying, they're just so beyond the pale, horrible, manipulative I, you know, it's, I, my, my thing is like, are we all like, are we where we were at the start where Antonio Brown is, is like a, a, a day, like a mentally like a dangerous person. Right. And he might be. And yeah, the answer appears to be, if, if you're going to take this woman at her word, which I think you sh- people should, the answer is, is a definite yes. Right. Like yeah. he, like he's he appears to be incredibly controlling and manipulative, and manipulative in an effort to to be controlling, not just of like his situation, but of other people, like the people in his life. Um, it's just it it is it, it it's it's really horrifying, right? It's 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 horrifying, and that and that's not to say that it is. Uh, that it's you know it's not something that that happens unfortunately and and you know happens often rape culture is a real thing but it it, it, it's still horrifying to to kind of see it laid bare like this right like i it sucks yeah it sucks i guess the only thing we can really say is he probably learned it from ben oh boy oh my (laughs) god i didn't even think about that yeah man Jesus Christ. (laughs) Let's move on to the actual games. And for the first time in this podcast history, I wasn't stupid. And I actually decided to go back and listen to the previous podcast before recording (laughs) so I could see who we picked. Yeah. So that I can keep track of how dumb we are. how dumb we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. So obviously, when we recorded last week, it it was after... The Bears-Packers game. Yeah, so we, we, both, we talked about that snooze fest. We, we didn't have that game, but we did get to pick 15 winners, mm-hmm. and we both went 10-5. and five. That's not bad. Listen, I don't, you know, I, I, I'm okay with that, especially and, in week one, right? Yeah. We, uh, I, I got the Falcons wrong. I thought the Falcons... We're going to beat the Vikings. God, they looked so bad in that you, game. They looked really, really bad. And it, and it seemed to be all on Matt Ryan. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but watching that game, Matt Ryan looked like uh, he he looked like he forgot how to play the position of quarterback. 
Um, yeah. And that he was getting bailed out by Calvin Ridley, like, all the time. It was extremely bad. So that was the game I called wrong. The game that you called wrong that I got right was Texans-Saints. You said the Texans. I said the Saints. Yeah. We'll get yeah. to that game. That was the best game of the week. Yeah, I don't feel, um, ba- I don't feel bad about missing that one because that was a hell of a game. No. Uh, we both got Lions cards wrong. Yeah, of course we uh, did. <laughs> Wait, did no? Did I call for no? I called uh, Bills Jets you, a tie. You, damn it! You you called 49ers Bucks a tie. Oh, did I? Okay, I, that's my you, bad. You you were like 49ers Bucks. Can I call for a push? Yeah, that's right. Damn, I remember but, I called for a push. I thought it was Lions cards, but damn. All right. No, so we both got Lions cards wrong. We both got Rams-Panthers wrong, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. We both mm-hmm. picked the Panthers instead of the Rams. And we both got Titans-Browns wrong. So let's yeah. just start with Titans-Browns, because that was probably the big, hey, we got we got hype. Let's let's watch what happens. I went, we went into the week. We're like, all right, the Titans are fairly mediocre. At least I figured that they were fairly mediocre. The Browns had all the hype. And I got to say... For exactly one drive, the Browns lived up to it. Right. Yep. That very first drive, I was temporarily a believer. They marched down the field. They looked sharp. They just looked like they were, especially at least offensively, were going to outclass the Titans, mm-hmm. just make them pay. They get all the way down there. They efficiently just matriculate that ball just in like – Good plays, just good play design, just getting everything out there. They get in the end zone, they make it look easy, and then they shank the extra point. And that's when I went, oh, <laughs> we're not out of this yet. It, be- it begins. It begins. Yeah. Game from that point on was f- it was fairly close. The Browns could not get out of their own way, but the Titans weren't exactly capitalizing for most right. of it. Right. The Titans weren't doing well, but then they'd have a drive extended because the Browns would do a fuck up. And the Browns right. committed yeah. 18 penalties for 182 yards in this game. Mm-hmm. It was an undisciplined mess on Cleveland's side. And it's definitely something they're going to have to work on because that was a concern I had going into the season. First time head coach, a lot of big yeah. personalities. Discipline is important and they had none of it. Sure. Then the game kind of blew up at the end when the Titan, the Browns finally, they got within a score. They they got close. They they got they got in there, and then the Titans like immediately scored on the next drive <laughs> right. real fast, and it was like, okay, no, this is the same Browns, and it just got disgusting. Baker basically tried to play hero ball. Yeah, and he, he's not good enough to do up. that quite yet. He doesn't have the experience to pull that one off quite yet. And it just, the wheels came off. And the final score is not really indicative of how badly the Titans beat them because they really didn't beat them that badly. But the fourth quarter is absolutely indicative in that score because most of the Titans points came in the end there. It was ugly. I wouldn't, I mean, okay, so let's let's try and extrapolate from this, right? Like, do you think this is an indictment of, like, their season and an indictment of the hype? No, absolutely not. And I made a comic about this that basically saying, this is one game. And frankly, I think it's a good thing that they got their shit kicked in. Yeah. Early. Yep. We, ta- we actually talked about this in a preseason episode, right? The, the best case scenario or one of the best case scenarios for the Browns would be to, to kind of get smacked in the mouth like early on. Um, because we, we both said, right. If they won their first game and, and kind of let the hype train get a little too out of control, that's going to bite them in the ass down the road. Yeah. The hype, the hype train that they were on was already too full. It was was unsustainable. No, unless the Browns basically went nineteen and zero, or barely lost a few games, looking good, the Browns hype train was already too big, and it was going to cause a massive blowback by people like us at some right. point during the season. The earlier that happens, the better. The earlier you get your shit kicked in, the 
more time you have to adjust and adapt and get over it. And this was, I think, in a lot of ways, probably a long-term blessing for mm-hmm. this team because they showed. I, I saw the potential there. This I was watching the game, and it wasn't like a lot of previous Brown seasons where they just didn't have the talent. The talent right. is clearly there. Yes. It's just unfocused. It's a little too full of itself. It's undisciplined. It's not polished. It seems like it, yeah. It seems like the reason that that they got beat by thirty by the Titans, it was a lot of like little mistakes on every play, right? Like stu- and stupid yeah. mistakes, right? Not n- not like yeah, but uh, but I'm with you, and it's weird to say this because it's weird like nebulous X factory shit that how do you know how real it is, right? But. It really did seem like Baker Mayfield was just kind of panicky on the field. Um, I personally didn't really like how, like, and I think that led to, like, them overusing Nick Chubb, which made their offense a little bit predictable. Um, I think a lot of it They does... had massive protection problems. Like, there was one yeah. thing that yeah, was yeah, very yeah, clear. Yeah. They, they, they need a better O-line than they have. Baker uh-huh. does not have any protection. Right. That's a problem on the Browns team. That's that's a place where they still don't have a lot of talent, especially since they traded their best lineman to us. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for Zaytler, Browns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was... I think this is a good game for the Browns. I think it was good for this team to go out and get their shit pushed in just so now they can now the weight of expectations isn't there anymore right now everyone's back in lull browns mode yeah 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 yeah. now that's that's the thing the hype the hype train really is off the track and everyone was like they the titans did it first they are we they said we they are who we thought they were right and uh, God bless Delaney Walker for yeah. that. Delaney oh, Walker so is low key one of my favorite players in the league because he's he does stuff like that. He's really funny, and it's a shame that he's on the Titans because he doesn't get nearly enough attention he deserves. Delaney Walker rules. Mm-hmm. True. So that's that was that was probably the big game of the week. That's the game I was I was watching. Out of all the games I could have watched, that's the one I turned on because I wanted to see what this team could do. I wanted to see if the hype had any legitimacy. And I still think it does, but they're going to have to regroup and find how to channel it better. But I'm excited to see what the Browns can do still this season. They Now now every week is going to be a little bit more interesting because I thought they were going to beat up the Titans even before, even when I thought the Browns were still the Browns, I thought they were still better than the titans Mm -hmm. so it's gonna be interesting and next week we'll get to it is probably gonna be a nice bounce game i will say i'm i'm kind of i was kind of happy to see the the titans put together some some decent drives i was also very happy to see derrick henry ball out um yeah because he's kind of been like since college uh he like he kind of had a a, you know rough couple like rough uh uh, career in the NFL so far where he kind of showed flashes of yeah he never know. it never really seemed like he was putting everything that there right exactly exactly he started but, coming on towards the end of last season and that game last night or last week looked pretty great he he's gonna awesome. he's gonna be something special moving forward and it, and it's awesome for Marcus Mariota to just have him as is someone that you know he can he can count on it's always yeah. nice all right, some of the other games that we should we should touch on. Uh, Ravens, Dolphins. Who oh boy? Hey, remember wow. Jesus? Oh boy! Who oh boy? Wow! Oh boy! Slaughter of the week. God. Oh yeah. Well, will it be of Damn. the year? Do you, hey, do you think anyone will beat? Like, what team do you think will beat the Dolphins more by more points than the Ravens did? Because the Dolphins are tanking. We know this, right? Is there anyone? that you think will beat the Dolphins by more? Because I don't think the Patriots will. I think the Patriots no, will pull their A team when they the get Patriots, up by 30. The Patriots will probably cool off their cool their Jets a little bit after. Right. Like, I was super disappointed that the Ravens didn't drop 60. Yeah, me too. Oh, man. They came so close. They should have dropped 60. Like, if 
if you're winning, if you got a 50 burger in like the third quarter, go all out, man. Uh-huh. Just fucking stomp on them. Mm-hmm. Like ha- what? Like it's not the Dolphins. They're already humiliated. It's too late for that. Go for the record. Give everyone on the team a memory right. that they're never going to forget. They're never going to forget the time they came out and they utterly stomped the Dolphins. They're never mm-hmm. going to forget Lamar Jackson going out afterward and being like, pretty good for a running back, which, mwah, chef's kiss yeah. to that. That, yeah. was, that was a perfect little comeback. Mm-hmm. Wow, the Dolphins are bad. They are not trying. It's, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. I, I knew the Dolphins would be bad this year. But holy shit, they, wow. Like, this is the first time I've ever looked at a team and been like, they're not even trying. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it apparently there were players on the team after the game who literally went and tried to demand to be traded. This was an uns- unsupported or unsubstantiated report. It was rumors, so it might not be true. But apparently there were players who went out and, like, demanded to be traded because they knew that the dolphins were not even going to try. It's ugly. Mm-hmm. I would not, I feel very bad for everyone on the current Dolphins staff. I really do. I feel bad for the coach because he has to try and sell a lie that he knows isn't accurate. And there's yeah. absolutely no guarantee that he'll still be standing by the time they're done tanking. He that's, may just that's the be thing is because it's not his fault, scapegoat. right? Yeah, it's, no. it's not on him. It's not really him. He, he, he got a job, and he was probably excited to get a job, and then he's told that uh, this is not going to be what you think it's going to be. We're going to be trying to just gather picks. Like I feel bad for all the players who are like, I'm only starting, or I'm only on this team because I'm not good, and I'm not important, and they're yeah. just trying to gather resources to replace us. Like That's got to feel bad bad even if you're getting the paychecks mm-hmm. you're that's gotta feel bad so here's so here's here's the flip side to that may and i don't know if anyone is is feeling this way but when you don't like i think the only way to think about this and have like have it be good for your mental health right like what what's the point what is this why bother when nothing matters you can look at this as a tryout man yeah yeah, you look at this as like you're on a you're on a CFL team or whatever, but like at the same time, you are being looked at by other teams every single game. So if you're like a Kenny Stills, right, who's like really good receiver, um, no, he's not on the Dolphins anymore. Nope, Jesus, he's he, on the he's Texans. Not. Holy shit, <laughs> fuck me then. If you're the oh only, man, the player on the, on the Dolphins. Dolphins. Shit! If no, you're, the Dolphins it, are super bad, Sam. They're really fucking bad. I forgot. I forgot about that. But but I mean, I think my point still holds that like that if you are on the Dolphins and you know your team is tanking, like in terms of of player acquisitions, you you play. You know, you play a lot of the other teams in the league. It's a it's a great way to get yourself out there and hope that hope that like the Patriots will offer the Dolphins a fourth round pick for you, you know, mm-hmm. like, I think that's the way you got to look at it. Right. Is, is, yeah. is, is try and ball out as much as you can and try and do your part, maybe not to win, but to look impressive, like have a, have a couple of big splashy plays, uh, so that, so that people will want to trade for you. It's not great. Though. i it's not great. I feel super bad for everyone involved. Super bad for Josh Rosen. Yeah, it sucks for him. I think we we had a little back and forth on Twitter about this uh, with my brother actually. That Josh Rosen, it, it just sucks. I mean, I it, he's being set up to fail yeah, at this are, point. Are we gonna know? Like, I hope that we at least have a chance to know if he's a good quarterback. You know. That's the problem. I don't think we'll ever see him get a fair chance to. Prove That's himself. the thing is, is it's like he's going to have two years on these god awful. He's in a teams. situation where literally no one's going to succeed. No, he was last no. year. He is this year. He may be in future years. It's depressing. Mm-hmm. Poor, mm-hmm. poor guy. Let's move on to some of the other more interesting games. Uh, Lions Cardinals. Wow. 
that that was a classic Lions fuck up. Oh yeah. If you oh, ask boy. me, like Lions were in control of that game pretty much the entire time. I'm looking at that. I'm watching that game. And I'm like, I'm watching that game. like that was on the TV right next to Giants Cowboys, and I'm sitting there watching the Giants fucking suck. And I'm occasionally looking over and being like, well, at least we're not the Cardinals. Uh huh. <laughs> but but at least. The Giants aren't the Lions in that yeah. they gave me hope. <laughs> wow. Just, I can't believe the Cardinals came back into that to force a tie just to begin with. One, tie's hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. I can't, like, has there ever been a, a, a rookie who's ever, her his first game isn't a win or a loss, but a fucking tie? I don't know. Like, that was I, Kyler I don't know Murray's how to look that up first either. game. That was cliff kingsbury's first game yeah and they tied they tied on that's hilarious it's really funny it's really funny i i would also like the same way we pump the brakes on the browns a little bit i would pump the brakes on everyone like tripping over themselves to put kyler murray in the garbage too you know it i mean it was his very first nfl game and he's the kind of quarterback and with a new coach, they're it's going to probably be an adjustment. Yeah, it was it was never going to be smooth because they've got a different kind of mentality. So honestly, in the fourth quarter, like for a lot of the early quarters, he looked like he just wasn't ready. He like mm. they they threw him out there into the fire immediately, and like that's hard. That he he was in the lion's den, har har, uh. immediately, and. He looked jittery and scared, but then he seemed to get some composure and the yeah. Lions fell apart. And he, like, I, considering how that game was going, I would be proud by the end of that game, by the oh, fact that he got them back absolutely. in there, that he, that he, that he made that game competitive and good, that he drove a two minute drill at the end to tie the game and then put it into overtime like that's that was a worthy accomplishment mm-hmm. good for you kyler you you didn't quite do it but you did more than we ever would have expected watching most of that game right what else we got here chiefs jaguars oh man balls went out immediately yeah that that sucked Throw he's gonna be back touchdown. though right he's, he's coming back soon right it's no. not like it's week not? ten, I'm hearing. Oh, jeez, really? He, he's on. He broke his clavicle. Like he had I, the Tony Romo injury where he got slammed down and broke his clavicle. That's six uh, weeks minimum. I I confused. There were a bunch of injuries today. I confused it with uh so, someone else. I, the, the guy that got slammed on his neck and it looked really bad, but he's gonna be back this week. Ah, uh, no, no. Foles is on IR till at least week 10, I think, because he had to have surgery. So he's got he's got clavicle surgery. Big Nick Nick. Um, we did f- get introduced to his backup quarterback, who is now a personality favorite. Uh, Gardner Minshew? Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. He mm-hmm. looks like Kyle Orton to me. Yep. The good yep. version of Kyle Orton with the mustache and the I don't give a fuck attitude. Mm-hmm. He's already kind of a meme. Honestly, like if I was the Jaguars, I'd I'd be pumped about this and they seem to be because like the season probably wasn't going to be great anyway. I don't I don't see the Jaguars being terribly competitive this season, but nah, backup yeah. played well enough and now you got a funny meme for a quarterback. So Cool. That's neat. Good good for them. Chiefs Chat, came out and Ch- Chad Henney much... will always be will always be the fucking top of of that though. There will there will be no better mustached quarterback gif than the one of Chad Henney ever. Uh, in... the one of him smirking. Yeah. Yeah. The that, Chad that is an all that is. is an all time NFL gif. Like that gif mm-hmm. belongs in the NFL Hall of Fame as far as I'm concerned. That is a perfect gif. Mm-hmm. Chiefs Chiefs looked good. Uh, Pat Mahomes sniffed a little bit too much of his own farts and tried to throw a no-look pass. That was just yeah. terrible. Oh, man. Um, Falcons-Vikings, we t- 
that game really wasn't all that exciting outside Kirk Cousins doing an extreme white boy dance when he got in the yeah. end zone. Yep. If you haven't it seen sucks. that, Google Kirk Cousins dance and you'll you'll see exactly what I mean by say pure white boy dance. Mm-hmm. Jets Bills. I fucking hell, Jets. How do you blow that? Really? Sam Sam Darnold is the problem on that one. Well, you know, maybe in the second half is when he started showing symptoms of mono. Uh-huh. Yeah. That that news broke today. Sam Darnold is confirmed for kissing. He's a kisser, folks. Congrats on first base, Sam Darnold. Uh, Jets are probably fucked. He, Darnold has mononucleosis, which is kind of serious and like basically levels you for several weeks. Yeah, so I'm, I'm also wondering. I'm also wondering how many other people in the Jets locker room ha- has that's, it because if, that's if, that's the question, right? Like he comes out with mono like three days after the game, and you're like. He had it when he was playing. Yeah, like if if anyone if anyone like grabbed his water cup by by accident, or if like if he drank from the same like if he put his mouth on one of the uh, like water bottles and someone else, I mean, you know, maybe they're like, or if he's that. just one of those talkers who spit when they talk, you know. I'm, I, I'm thinking about this though now more logically, and I'm like, when when someone is out for a week or whatever with the flu. It's not usually we we don't see many team wide sickness epidemics, right? Unless it's a MRSA thing where yeah. it it has to do with like fungus in a dilapidated life life threatening right? fungus kind of yeah deal. exactly. I, it, it seems like when it's the flu, I mean, maybe there are team protocols. Maybe that's why they they fucking squirt the water in their mouths. I would be Holy interested shit. to talk to I never even thought dude. about that. Maybe would... those dudes on the sideline who squirt water yep. and Gatorade into football players' mouths, maybe that's a hygiene issue. Maybe. I, you, <laughs> it might actually be, right? Like, I'm, I want to talk, like, how do we get someone who was a team doctor on, on the show or, like, interview someone like that about, like, the actual way that they keep their players healthy and when the players aren't healthy keep the disease from spreading right because because thinking about this like it is surprising to me that there hasn't been a team-wide flu epidemic right or at least that i can't think of one like the worst the worst thing about like the flu like if you know anything about sickness you know you're contagious really before you start showing symptoms yeah like and if, that's the worst when time, you yeah. start when you start showing symptoms you're kind of already past the stage where you're mostly contagious because mm-hmm. at that point your body's starting to fight it off you're you're the most contagious before you start showing symptoms so like if you're sick like two days ago that's when you were a lot worse for other people mm-hmm which obviously makes disease way more dangerous because you don't know if you're catching it because you're not going to experience symptoms immediately so i don't know like mono is a weird kind of kind of disease and some people just they they get it but they don't like get it get it and it seems yeah like yeah Darnold yeah has it, it, it attacks i know a lot it. of people who who like like were really worried because they like shared a drink with or kissed someone who had mono and they were con- con- like convinced that they would get it but then, then it never like showed up because they got mono before, and they just thought it was a really, really bad cold or or some sort of flu thing. Yeah, it hits everyone real different. Yeah, so it's it's weird. But th- like, this is the only time I've ever seen a football player get mono of all things, which is uh-huh. exceptionally Jets. Like, yeah, Bravo Jets, Bravo! You found a new way. To just be the Jets. Mm-hmm. Sucks for you, but hey, maybe don't kiss people. You know what? Don't stop no kissing. kissing people. The stop Onion has a, has a really funny. It was just a headline as soon as the news broke. Is is Sam Darnold's mono diagnosis means that me causes Jets to uh to pass a uh to like create a new team rule that they can't kiss in the huddle anymore. <laughs> classic 
Mm-hmm. Um, that's the Bengals put up a better fight against the Seahawks than either of us expected. Yeah, yeah. Dalton I gotta say, if I was a Bengals fan, like I would have come out of that game feeling pretty good. They didn't win, yep. but they put up a much better fight than in Seattle than I ever would have expected. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Friggin' away game. Come on. An away game in a notoriously difficult stadium to play in. You're basically a team in disarray, probably kind of sort of rebuilding. But they unlocked John Ross, who yeah. Marvin Lewis never seemed to figure out how to do anything with. And yeah, 20 to 21. The Seahawks came, went ahead right at the end there because Russell Wilson bullshit. But like, good for the Bengals. Like, they made that a watchable, good football game. So A plus to them. Mm-hmm. 49ers bucks i watched that game that was nothing particularly special buccaneers did not look particularly good neither did the 49ers all that much i don't think either of these teams are all that special but we'll see again this is week one mm-hmm. steelers patriots that went about as expected yeah yeah pretty much the steelers cannot beat the patriots and uh, i mean to be fair uh, i didn't know it'd be that bad Right? I, didn't think I had it would no be idea that it'd be either. that bad. But um, I do, like, as much as I hate the Patriots, I want to give them credit for hosting the Steelers in a home game where they raised their <laughs> sixth Super Bowl winning banner in front of the Steelers a day after they signed Antonio Brown. That's a big fucking middle finger and i appreciate it like Mm -hmm. that's so demoralizing like you you're so proud of your damn six championships we just tied you we're gonna celebrate it in front of you after we just got your best former player for nothing that's such a solid kick in the nuts Mm-hmm. So fuck the Patriots, but like also fuck the Steelers, and I enjoyed the irony of that. It but, was very, it was very delicious. Yeah, Raiders beat up the Broncos. Raiders look good. Yeah, they looked. They yeah, looked, they looked fine. Good. They looked all right. They look, yeah, they they looked like they brushed off this whole drama well. Yeah, we'll it see seems, it, we'll see it if seems it like at this point they're just done, right? They're past yeah. it. They don't want to. They're like, we don't have to worry about it anymore. Let's just go out and play football. And they did. And the Broncos are trash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Redskins, Eagles. I mean, the Redskins at least put up a fight and then they turned into the Redskins. The Rams, Panthers. I didn't watch that game, but it looks like it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty great. Colts and Chargers was a pretty good game. Biscuits played better than expected. Um, whew, I, T- I mean, T.Y. I guess... Hilton bailed him out. And that that was why I think, like, for everyone, um, uh, like, for everyone saying, oh, the Colts are done, whatever. Like, Andrew Luck has, has always had, and not, not that he, Andrew Luck wasn't a great quarterback. He was. But, like, at the same time, like, T.Y. Hilton, he always had T.Y. Hilton there, right? And he yep. usually had a nice big body tight end uh, to, like, to kind of bail him out a little bit. So, I, I don't know. Colts fans calling doom and gloom that, like, losing losing their franchise quarterback, yeah, that, that hurts. But y- you still have a pretty good team. You, you know, you still have... Yeah, you that team is still that, right? well loaded. They're probably not as dangerous as they were, but mm-hmm. they're still a good football team. And they they hung with the Chargers, which is this is a feat, a good right. good feat because the Chargers should be pretty good, and they were pretty good. Let's talk about the last game I haven't mentioned, which is probably the best game of the week, and that was the early Monday night game, Texans Saints. Yeah, that oh game my God. was kind of incredible. The last, like, five minutes were bonkers. I, like, the Saints went ahead. The Texans had 50 seconds left. And it's like, oh, shit. Here comes a moment for Deshaun Watson to shine. Two fucking throws later, they're in the fucking end zone. Yeah. Incredible. 
He throws a dart down the sideline for like 40 yards, and then he throws another perfect pass to Kenny Stills, who waltzes into the end zone. Welcome to the Texans, Kenny Stills. I was I was super fucking pumped up. I'm like, holy yeah. shit, the Texans are great. And I looked at the clock. I'm like, they had 50 seconds. Did they fucking score too fast? And they did. Mm-hmm. The Saints got into field goal range because the Texans are coached by a moron who's just like, let's play 20 yards off the ball when they need like 10 yards to get into field goal range. They got into field goal range. It was a long field goal, but Will Lutz nails it last second. Just an incredible finish. Just like that. That's the kind of game that makes you go like, I remember why I like this sport. This sport is fun and good. And I like it. That was a good football game. What a finish. I'm amped up just thinking about it. Like, I was just... going to say, yeah, it was it was a it was great to have that as like a button um, for for week one, especially after it started with uh, you know Packers Bears fucking mm-hmm. snooze fest. Made me excited about football again a little bit, right? Yeah, it was nice. It was nice to feel things. Be like, oh, right, football is good and fun and and great, and I'm happy. Hooray. Hooray! Oh, I guess I didn't talk about the Giants, but uh, <laughs> you didn't need you didn't need to it's, feed Saquon Shermer, you fucking idiot. That's all I'll say. With that, I will. I guess that that was pretty much the news and the games of the week. So I guess we could probably, with twenty minutes left, we could probably move on to what we got going this week. And I would say right now, as we record this, the Bucks Panthers game is playing it's in the second quarter right Uh now there was a rain delay which that never happens no um have you seen cam newton's hair this year uh not yet actually i saw i saw the cool uh look that he he rocked after the week one uh at the week one press conference where he looked like uh like a a witch that yeah like curse it was so like i i know he got a lot of flack from like purist sports twitter people you know for that but i fucking loved it i thought that looked dope as hell i thought it looked so fucking good so i haven't i saw him with i saw him with the the witch look i haven't seen his hair yet actually i when they were showing him on the sidelines during this game uh, and he took his helmet off, and I looked at his hair, and you know the expression like when you get a haircut, like oh no, I got a fight in a I got in a fight with a lawnmower. Uh huh. This is the first time I've seen a haircut that legitimately looks like that was true. Oh boy, is it just like it's it's weird? It's like clumpy. like chunks are taken out of it or something. It's it's chunky. In, it's oh god if if i can find a picture i'll send it to you but it is like if you're watching the game keep your eye on cam newton just like a shot of cam newton on the side with his helmets off because it's like chunky and it's like going off in weird directions it's very hard to describe because i've never seen a haircut like this and it legitimately looks like something went wrong Mm. Cam Newton hair. Let's see if there's any. I'm literally. Any, I'm. I'm waiting. Uh, the 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 Panthers are about to get the ball back, so I'm wondering if if we get a shot of him putting on his helmet. Oh, cool. Okay, I got it. Let me let me let me pull up that good good bad haircut. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, it doesn't, so here's, it doesn't here's really thing. make sense. Here's my thing. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I like the. I like the. The kind of. I mean, uh, to be honest, I don't know what what that is called. It looks like it looks kind of like dreadlocks a little bit. It looks like the beginnings of dreadlocks, and then somebody took shears and chopped it in random locations. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I like. There's something cool here, right? Like this. 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 There is something cool here, and maybe it's the angle that I'm looking at it from, where it just really does look like 
they buzzed a little too close in some places. Um, there are pictures where it doesn't look quite as bad as other bits, but mm-hmm. uh, oh, here here's a pretty decent one that's pretty pretty indicative of just like it's kind of it, it, everywhere. What it what it uh, what it looks to me like is Cam Newton got a haircut that requires a lot of maintenance to me, right? Or none. Uh, no, it's no, I think a it's lot I think... or none. Yeah, oh, right. Okay, yeah, maybe one or the other. See, this this I actually don't hate as much. The the, the one you showed me, it's all kind of like forward and looks kind of like waves crashing a little bit. I kind of like that. But it seems it very yeah, it very much seems to me like this is a haircut that either you don't do anything to it and it kind of like does its own thing and looks looks kind of sweet or you have to spend 20 to 30 minutes actually styling it so it doesn't go so it do, i mean so it looks uh on purpose right yeah and it's i think he just got one of those haircuts that that like sometimes you just can't get cuz you don't have time for that all the time right and if you go outside and you don't do that then you look like bat like bat like you got a bad haircut even though you didn't really it's it's just you're too lazy or you don't have enough time definitely just keep your eye on the game he's currently yeah. under center right yeah. now throw yep, yep. just made a handoff uh tackled for 2 yards good job um whoever that guy was it was not Christian McCaffrey who mm-hmm. took that handoff it was he's been he's been looking great this year i i you know I never thought like I was never that that hot on Christian McCaffrey. Damn, Cam, just overthrew a wide open receiver on third eight. I think your stream is slightly ahead of mine. Yeah, yeah. Well, Cam Newton's gonna take his helmet off soon. Seems like. <laughs> just keep anyway. keep your eye keep your eyes on that hair. That's that was my Cam Newton fashion update of the week. Yeah. Don't really yeah. understand it. I'm but not. I'm not. I'm not I've ready never, to. I'm not ready I've to, never understood his his sense of fashion. I, I think I, he's. I think he's. He's doing an, like an Andre three three thousand, but in football thing. I think Cam Newton is a good like anywhere between five to fifteen years ahead in terms of like everyday fashion, right? Than everyone else is. Um. So this is this is why I'm like I'm like this. This is probably cool on a level I don't understand yet, right? Like I can't yeah, comprehend. Yeah, I, I can see or that. I can see for. this being indicative of a culture that I'm just not in. Right. Exactly. Uh, should we do picks? Uh, yes. Let's do picks. Let me pull up week two here, so we can see how we're doing. We might as well call this game. I think I think uh, Carolina's going to win it for sure. I I shouldn't say for sure. It's three to six. And you it's know, an ugly, now, but... rainy game, which is, yeah. adds adds questionable elements to it. But anyone listening to this game will already know whether or not we're wrong. But I think we're uh-huh. both going to pick the Panthers. Uh, Cardinals, Ravens. I I mean, I, I want to say the Ravens. I hope the Cardinals make it a game. I would love to see the Cardinals do pretty well this year, right? Like yeah. I, I, I would love to see that, but I, I think that it would be very foolish to pick against the the Ravens. What the Ravens did last week is not going to be the Ravens' norm. Like, no. let's get that out of the way immediately. Like that was, that was not normal. I said what this, you, what, te- this is not a Ravens team that's going to do that every week. We I don't this- honestly like. It's almost. I almost feel like we should just completely write off that game in some ways because it's kind of impossible. Like this week will probably be a better indication of where the Ravens actually are as a team because the Cardinals yeah. aren't great and they should still beat them, but it's but not, not going to be as bad. And we'll probably have a better sense of who the Ravens actually are this week than last week against the uh, sacrificial lamb that was the Miami Dolphins. That's that's true, but I still think there's I think that is dangerous, right? I think you can overcorrect in the other direction saying you can't learn anything from that game. And I think you can. And I think you can I the, the one I think thing I think you, you can, can definitely learn, expect them to be good. I think like, I think I think 
you can still expect their offense to be terrifying. I think the Ravens offense this year is going to be legitimately horrifying for a lot of teams. Do you think they're going to be like the Chiefs of this year? I So I don't know if it's going to be that like that much, but definitely like, definitely like, I, I would say that the Ravens, at least judging from week one, are going to have a top three offense this year, for sure. Definitely top 10. Top five, certainly possible. Mm-hmm. Again, one week this week. That's, that's true. One to... week against the Dolphins. I just, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I would, I would hazard anyone, uh, like looking to make these picks, I would hazard anyone against like swinging too far in the opposite direction. Right. Yeah. Chargers at the lions. Uh, man, I don't know what to expect out of the lions this year. Um, I, I want to hope they've improved, but I don't fucking know, man. I just give it to the chargers. I, it's a smart play anyway. Yeah, I don't trust the Lions. No, nor should you, honestly. No, no, you really shouldn't. You should not trust the Lions. Like, if you put your money in the Lions bank, uh, get it out of there. Yeah. Definitely yep. get it out of there if you still have it. Mm-hmm. Colts at the Titans. This is a matchup I'm actually pretty intrigued by because the Titans didn't look great until the Browns started falling apart and they started taking charge. Colts looked better than expected. Right. So th- this is a kind of an interesting matchup because the Colts might be better than we thought they'd be. And same with the Titans. Right. Um, I want to give it to the Titans at home. And maybe this is a, uh, like a pick that I'm making, uh, op- not optimistically, but I like, I I'm picking this because I want it to happen. Um, but I, I would just really like to see the Titans be, pretty good this year so i'm, I'm gonna pick them at home uh generally because i don't really know what to expect out of uh the colts quite yet yeah i i think the titans have like a problem with the colts mm-hmm. so i'm actually going to take the risk and say i think the colts are gonna win okay i Fair. think the titans are not gonna they're not going to play as good as they did towards the end of that game last week. And the Colts surprised me. And then they still have a good team around biscuits. So, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to pick the upset. I'm going to pick the Colts. Nice. 49ers Bengals. I mean, Bengals. I, if, if Ooh. we're talking about this purely on a quarterback level, right? This is, this is Andy Dalton after having one of the best, I mean, maybe not of his career, but he certainly broke his passing single game passing record. Um, I I I would I think you are foolish to pick Jimmy Garoppolo over Andy Dalton in a quarterback battle, especially when Andy Dalton seems to be in pretty damn good form. Andy Dalton tends to be better towards the beginning of the season. That's true. So also, that's fair. I I buy it. Uh, this is one of those games that's really difficult to call, especially because. Early in the season, there's only, like, a few teams where you're like, these are good teams. Mm -hmm. And there's only a few teams where you're like, these are bad teams. And there's a lot of teams that could very much still be in the middle and could end up being bad, end up being good. The first week could be fluke. We don't know. These are two teams that could be anything. Mm -hmm. 49ers handily beat the Bucks. But they could still suck. But that's the thing is, I think the Bucks are a really bad football team this year. So, so like again, I don't know. I don't know what that tells you. Yeah, I, you know, just to make things interesting, I'll pick the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Just, just so we can kind of like split this uh this record a little bit and make make our uh, fight a little bit more interesting. Jaguars mm-hmm. at the Texans. 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 Yeah, I'm gonna go. With, I, I'm gonna I go wanted Texans to think about it for a second, but no, it's it's Texans. Come on. I I don't think a rookie quarterback going up against the Texans and JJ Watt is a good situation. Nope. And the Texans offense is pretty fucking good. So yeah. yeah. I don't. Jaguars are away. Yeah, I don't. I don't see this ending well for the Jaguars. Vikings no. at the Packers. Uh, I think the Vikings look great this year, and I think, I think the, the Packers Vikings look are gonna win too. 
Yeah, I think the Packers might be better than they were last year, but I still like I wouldn't. I think I think the NFC North is like belongs to the Vikings until like until someone really until something really like stunning happens. I mean, the you Lions, know. you don't trust the Lions. Uh the Packers looked really bad in their win over the Bears. Yeah. And the Bears looked really bad outside a good defense. The Vikings right. Look like they might be the more com- the most complete team in the division. Oh, hey, or the the, the scored, only complete so team in the division, right? Like, yeah, every every single team has questions, uh, like a ton of question marks. The Lions, they're pretty much everywhere. The Bears, it's yeah. it's on offense at the quarterback and running back positions. Uh, the Packers, it's 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 always it's also like off, off it's offense. The Packers, yeah, offense true. Yep. was not good. So yeah. Yeah, the Vikings have probably the least amount of questions. So I'm yeah. going to also pick the Vikings. Cowboys at the Skins. Uh, geez. The fact that give it's it to at the... the Washington is a yeah. little bit I think it's still going to be the Cowboys. The Cowboys looked genuinely good against the Giants. Not every, yep. not every uh, team is going to be the Giants. The Giants have absolutely no talent on defense right now. So mm-hmm. their offense, the Cowboys offense looked great, mm-hmm. but the Cowboys still looked like a genuinely good team making good, smart play calls. So yeah, I think the Cowboys are probably going to be a playoff contender this year, which is completely depressing. And they're probably, yeah, it's, uh, it sucks, but you know, Seahawks at the Steelers. I it's Seahawks. I know it's hard to play in Pittsburgh and I know that, but like I, the Steelers look just so bad. And again, I know it's the Patriots, and I know I'm. But I, it, it, it no, I no, right? No, it's the Seahawks. It's the Seahawks. My my gut is definitely telling me Seahawks. But again, in the interest of keeping things interesting between us, the Seahawks are kind of bad when they go east and play early in the morning. Mm-hmm. And they always tend to get off to slow starts. Mm-hmm. This is a winnable game for the Steelers, and I'm going to pick them. Yeah. Why okay. the fuck not? Okay. It's fair. Bills at the Giants. Oh, boy. You're going to you're gonna hate me, but I'm going to pick the Bills on this one. Uh, I'm not going to disagree with you. I, I, Just... my, my, my thing is my thing is the comeback, right? Like... I, I, My I'm thing is that their offense the is going to just like Josh Allen. His faults are not going to be a big problem in this game because the Giants can't cover anything and right. they can't pressure the quarterback. So Allen's going to actually have time to do his big bullshit throws. We're not going right. to be able yeah. to throw him off his game because we don't have any fucking pass rush. So mm-hmm. I I do think the Bills are going to win this game. Yeah, if they don't, it's because the Giants control the clock and feed Saquon. That's what that's how the Giants are going to win literally any game this season is feeding is taking the clock and feeding Saquon. But like I I think the Bills are probably going to win and it's going to be gross, but it'll probably mm-hmm. be semi close. Mm-hmm. Patriots at the Dolphins. Oh boy! Oh boy! So I mean, this is be the, the one Miami game. Which yeah. the New England is always notoriously bad at dealing with, but the, <laughs> this is the 2019 Dolphins. There is no way. There is no way. But if it somehow happens, it will be the funniest goddamn thing in the world. Yeah. I obviously we're both picking the Patriots. Yeah. But we're so rooting for the Dolphins here. Mm-hmm. Please, Dolphins. Please. This would be the best thing that could possibly happen is the Dolphins beating the Patriots. It would be their Super Bowl this season. They don't have to win another game this year. If they beat the Patriots in Miami this weekend, it will be the greatest thing that has happened this season. Chiefs sure. at the Raiders. Uh, I mean, Chiefs. I, yeah. I know it's I know I know it's an away game, but... I, I think the Chiefs are just too good for the Raiders to overcome. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Saints at Rams. Oh boy. Can't wait to hear them talk and show the missed call over and over and over again. 
over and under fun. on mentions of the missed call. I'm yeah, going to say 13. I was going to say that's that's tough. See, I was I was I was convinced it was going to be over 10. Um uh I'll take the over still, I think. Yeah. On that one. Just uh I, as for who's going to win, uh Saints and Rams are home. Uh I think it's going to be the Rams. I know, I know the Saints are good. I, I, and I know I said the Rams were going to regress, um, but I liked what I saw out of them um, this past week. Todd Gurley looks I, healthy, uh, even I, though no one knows what's yeah. up with his knee. And as, and as long as, as long as Todd Gurley like can get the majority of the snap share, I think that the Rams are going to be okay. I, I think they take it in a, in a really close game. This is going to be a good game, but I feel like this is a game that the Saints have circled on their calendar. Yeah, sure. So I think they're going to want justice in some sense. And of course, it's going to be the Saints. Mm-hmm. Also, that, that keeps things interesting. Now we, we've picked separate teams like four times now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bears at Broncos. Ugh. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't like it. I actually I think the Bears are going to pick this one up, though. Um, you do. I do. I do. I think I think losing a stupid ugly game um uh like at, like against the packers because i don't think the, my thing is like mitch trubisky a lot of people are saying like put him in the garbage put him in the toilet and, because he played awful in that game but like we've seen him play like for a whole season and that's not the quarterback that he is unless he's regressed just incredibly incredibly poorly right Mm -hmm. so i think i think he's i think he's you know uh, able to put points on the board and i really think i think that that's gonna be enough yeah i think the bears might take it too because the bears defense is still legit yeah i also don't like the broncos right so, yeah, I, I <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, that's that's where I'm at too, right? That's going to be probably an ugly game that won't be fun to watch. Yeah, that's true. I am not I'm not hugely looking forward to it, yeah. Eagles at the Falcons. Well, this probably looked a lot more interesting before last week. Yeah, I I I think okay, so here are two things that I think happen, right? I think the Falcons bounce back and lose a really close game. I, you know, I, I think that, I think that, that the problems that they had, uh, this past week can pretty squarely be put on the shoulders of Matt Ryan making bad reads and just looking lost. I think that can be fixed because he's a veteran QB. He's done this thing before. Um, it would be very, very odd if we see the same Matt Ryan, like for the rest of the season that we saw, uh, this past week, um, I'm still again. I'm still going with the Eagles, but but I want to say the Falcons like regress to the mean a little bit. I guess I do think the Falcons will the be mean, better right? than they were last week, but I just think yeah. the Eagles are just a better team. Yeah, so yeah. I think yep. the Eagles are going to win that. Now 100%. we get to uh, the mono game: Browns at the Jets. Uh, yeah. Let's go with the Browns. Let's go with the. I'm going to pick the Browns, especially with Darnold out with you know kissing disease. Uh-huh. I, I, and the Jets, the way they fell apart last week against the Bills, I think the Browns are going to have the much needed bounce back refocus game that they need after week one. Right. Yeah. And I, don't, I think this is I don't a good know if they're going to blow it, the right? Jets up, but they're going to win and it's going to get the confidence back under that team's feet. Mm-hmm. And Agreed. that's, that's our games for week two. Hooray! We're going to yeah. see how we do. This, uh, I think the game just went to halftime. I think the Panthers just kicked the field goal. I think it's 10 to 9. It is. It is 10 to 9. Um, 10 to 9. In favor so of the Bucks. We're going to find out who wins that by the time you hear this. Uh, thank you for listening. Sam, how can we follow you during yeah. this amazing week two? Get at me on Twitter at Sam Grezes. That's S A M G R E S Z E S. And on Twitch and Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Dave? I'm Dropplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Dropplay Dave. On Facebook at the Dropplay Comic. On Instagram at Dropplay Dave. And of course, 
on the draw play. Dot com. Thank you for listening. Uh, make fun of us and give us your picks for the week and see if you're right. Are you right? Probably not, just like us. If you listen to us, you're probably wrong, just like us. But we love you anyway. So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Sophie Lesnay Redacted. I'm Mara Sunshine. If you're like us, you grew up in the 90s and are now sad, sad adults. And that's okay. There's a lot to be sad about in today's world. If you've been paying attention at all, you know that the world is in a tight spot right now. And two people working 45 minutes once a week can't change that. So we took that time and started a Sailor Moon podcast. Join us every Friday as we combat that creeping sense of dread we all feel in our hearts by recapping our favorite Magical Girl anime. Because hey, the world sucks. But Sailor Moon's a cool show. Hello, I am Colin Parker. And I'm Alex Taylor. And we are the hosts of Journey Under 30. This is a podcast all about us doing what we can to be named in a future Forbes 30 Under 30. On each episode, we take a look at a career of an individual that has been recognized by Forbes. Sometimes we look at careers that we think were overlooked. Or sometimes we talk about the careers that you may not know about, but you should. And in the end, we discuss what we've learned as well as how we can apply to our own career paths as we make our mark in this world. So join us every other Tuesday on whatever podcatching app you choose, and we'll see you on the Forbes. See ya. Bye-bye now.